all those things and so much more. Just grab a seat in the chair or the floor. Sit back, relax, recline. While she drops another casual line. You're tuned into Casually Molly with Molly and Boogie. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Casually Molly podcast. As you know, I am your host, Molly Ambergie. Remember, you can always casually subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, we're on YouTube. Oh, and don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Hey! But speaking of hey, give it up for my friend, the real STL comedian, Yolanda Misunderstood Brown. Hey! Aww. And the crowd goes wild. And the crowd, right? Yes. Oh, see, I say that too. That's why we're friends. We're gonna do a cheers again because everybody else missed us doing it. But we've got some sparkling rosé. Mm. Then... <laughs> thanks, mom. Uh, thanks, mom. I know yeah. my mom actually sent this to me for mm. the episode, so thank you, mom. And uh, while we're sitting here, I have got a cup that Yolanda made me. It says Fearless because I am, uh, for those of you who are WWE fans, I'm a big fan of Nikki Bella and her mm -hmm. motto of being fearless. And this lady over here made it for me. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your creation before we get into everything about Yolanda? I did. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, well, how I, how I started actually making glasses was because I was, I'm gonna give you the real tea because I don't know how to give it to you no other way. <laughs> All so, right. I like to go to these little spots. They call it holes in the walls. Mm -hmm. And at one particular time, I was in them so much and I was spending all my money. Like I was going through a little life traumatizing, a little whatever. And I used to go out and have a drink at the hole in the wall. Yeah. So I was sitting there and I was like, I am literally spending all my money in this place. It has to be a way in here, a way that I can make money and stop spending all my money. And I came up, I looked on the wall, and somebody had made a glass, and I was like, I can do better than that. Mm -hmm. And actually, your glass is about how many years old? It's been a while. <laughs> Her glass is like, it's, it looks good. Look, this glass is like, it got to be like five years old yeah. or something. Good so news. as you can see, they don't lose their bling-blingation. And this one was actually rolling around in my car, so. It's gorgeous. I was like, Look at I this. forgot my glass. Yes. You know, so I was like, let me just come up with something. I'm a very crafty person I came up with the idea to make bar glasses, and they do very well. Yes, they For do. birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, baby daddy get out of jail, whatever <laughs> your occasion. Whatever your occasion, I got you. Baby daddy go to jail. Whichever you really want to celebrate, hey, this one's got you covered, okay? I got you, I got you. Just tell me what color you like and what you wanted to say. Bye-bye, baby daddy, or whatever, and I got you. Oh my gosh, I think I'm gonna hit you. Whenever I do have to say goodbye to somebody, like whether it's just a person, a job, mm. I think that's the occasion I'm gonna hit you up for my new, I've been saying, because I've told Yolanda, I was like, I think I need to get another one, because this one's been around for yeah. a while, so now I know and the occasion. And my designs are different now. That was yes. my, you know, before I was like, oh, do I really wanna do this? And I got the fat, fat letters and everything. I love it, but this is it's very cute. me. Like people who know me, you know, I love to mm -hmm. scrapbook. And so I have big letters mm -hmm. like this on literally everything. Yeah. So it would make sense for me to have a red sparkly glass with letters on it. Mm -hmm. And especially with Nikki Bella's theme. Right. Um, but yes. And what's the business called? Um, Miss Me Creations. You can Google it or nothing's going to pop up, but you can <laughs> Google it and... <laughs> You know, you can go on my page and send me an inbox, and that's the quickest way to get to me. You know, you having a birthday, like I said, yes. I got you. And also, they come in sets. You get when you get a set, you get the big glass with a shot glass. Oh, well, yep. now I know what I'm going to be getting. The I need a boy. shot glass. <laughs> yep, the big boy with the shot glass. I love For it. For all my drunk friends, you know, <laughs> that feel me. me. Yeah, me too. I love to drink. Yeah. What do you? What's your favorite drink? What do you like to drink? Well, it used to be tequila. Okay. Until I figured out that tequila was turning me to a crazy Mexican chick and <laughs> I was clowning, acting a fool. So I had to take a realistic look at myself and say, tequila might not be the best thing you need to drink unless you want to be in jail or beat up <laughs> or something like that. So I, now I drink wine with a shot to get. Okay. Hey, you're kind of mixing <laughs> it up. Wine with a shot because I'm not ready to let it go quite yet. Yes. But I'm, I drink wine with a, like a little, where you just take it and say, ooh. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> ooh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. Ooh. Oh right my on gosh. top. You're so funny. Yep. And I, let's see. So just kind of give a background on Yolanda. How long have you been doing comedy? 
Off and on forever. Probably about <laughs> off and on for 10 years. Okay. And okay. when I say off and on, like, I might get a boyfriend, he's jealous, and he'll pull me out, and I was stupid enough to go, or kids mm, start clowning in school. Yeah. I have to stop just mm -hmm. life situations. It's never been consecutive year after year after year. But isn't it amazing that comedy is always there mm. when you're going through life anyway? Like, even when you have things that, like, take you away from it or you're doing something, it's always there, you know? Yeah. Well, like, if you have a love for it, it's going to continue to mm -hmm. nag at you until you feed it. So it's definitely something you have to love in order to endure the trials and tribulations of comedy. Yes. I have to drink to that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like, uh, when I first started doing comedy, uh, Yolanda, actually, we just talked about this on her mm -hmm. show. We'll get mm -hmm. into how we met in a second, but real STL comedians, why don't you tell right. us a little bit about that? I got to be on for the New Year's edition. You did. Yay. We, we just had got fun. silly strength. We had so much fun. We had so much fun. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite shows. It's one of my actually. favorite shows, too. But um, how my producer and I came up with real STL comedians is because I literally got tired of people saying, Oh my God, you're a comedian. Tell me something funny. <laughs> when I'm having a bad day or something. Yes. And they just expect you to be on, 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 on. And it's like, I am a person first. I'm a person first. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know, we have to come up with something where these people can get the behind the scenes, us, to know that we're people first. We have everyday issues, children. Baby dad, no. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, Baby dad's going to jail. <laughs> yeah. We just, we just regular people, so don't expect me to always be on. But yeah. that doesn't mean I'm not funny. That doesn't mean I'm not a comedian. And I always see people, people like, oh, my God, I would have never thought you would be a comedian. Really? Yeah, Who said that to you? I'm kind of bitch. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, I'm, I don't ever see you as a bitch, though. I feel like I you're know. a really strong lady. That's what I feel that's, like. But you know, that's, that's. But that's us, yeah. That, and that is the definition of. A bitch. Yeah. yeah. Strength <laughs> makes you that, so. Yes. Yeah. Are you enjoying it? Because you're doing it with Real STL News, who we I all am, love. I am, and I yeah. love, that. Mm -hmm. that is a great group of guys. Yeah, love they them. They're doing phenomenal work. I love them. Mm -hmm. I have to shout them out. What's up, Cam? Our day, all of y'all. Just you know, I'm Hi. not gonna leave nobody out, but I'm not gonna shout everybody out. But I'm gonna say, <laughs> I love you guys. You're doing phenomenal work. Phenomenal mm -hmm. work. Phenomenal. I, I'm just in awe of them. Yes. Every I day. Mm -hmm. Every day, I'm in awe of them. Just they great. They're great guys. They're really awesome. Yeah. And, and I'm happy that you get bigger to be... and bigger. Yeah, you're part of the team now. I know. Though. Yes. I am a real STLian. Yeah, you are. <laughs> You are, so you grew mm -hmm. up here, though, didn't you? I born did. and raised? Yes. I did. Um, I was born and raised on the north side of St. Louis. Mm -hmm. I've been there every... I was, I was there every since up until high school. And then when high school, I went to the south side. Yeah. And fell in love with... I went to Roosevelt, fell in love with the mixing pot on the south side, how different and diverse it was. Mm. And I just... I stayed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame I you. I say, really, really, to be honest, what it was, was after high school, I got my, well, I was looking for my first apartment. And the apartments, I guess it was a lot of well-to-do white people over there. Mm -hmm. So the apartments, like, from the outside, it's like a regular apartment. And you're like, you go in, it's like, wow, this <laughs> is really, really nice in here for six, $600. Oh, wow. So it's like, okay, I'm over here. Yeah, you're and like, I just started meeting friends and meeting people and hanging out and doing stuff. And then next thing I know, it was 10 years. Wow. I've been over there 10 years. Uh, see, and so. I, like, you know, I'm not from here, but mm -hmm. you were one of the first people I met I doing know. comedy. And I'm so Kindred happy spirits. to have you here. Like I, I said, you look great. You know, thank you look. Oh, you my. Too. Oh, well, the thank you. The messy pony has got it going on. Oh, well, so this is dry shampoo. Oh, um, for those of you who are listening on audio, Ooh. I know you feel my pain. Um, and then Yolanda's got her hair is rocking right now. It's, so look, <laughs> this is my Black History Month sister soldier look. I, look, mm -hmm. I rock it. I rock it sometimes. Yes. I love it. It's mm -hmm. very powerful. Yes, you can't wear it. I love Many it. Many cannot wear it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, tell me about the dry shampoo. So I never used it before. Oh what my gosh. It? Well, I started using it because mm -hmm. my friend. 
um, she worked at Sephora and I was like, yeah, like when you're running around, cause you know, mm-hmm. I've got a day job I'm doing podcasting, I'm doing comedy, I'm doing everything. And, uh, I just, you know, when you're in the middle of like, I don't know, especially during the summer, all you're doing is sweating and everything. So I had to spray my hair up just because sometimes you don't, it's not that I'm not showering or anything like no, that. It's just, I you just want to know what yeah. it is. Like, so it's like shampoo, but just a dry bar's word, freshens your hair. Yeah. It's just okay. like using hairspray on your hair, just okay. like, but it's dry shampoo. Okay. So, and I don't have, mine doesn't have a scent to it. So just oh. because I just was like, eh, I don't know if I want to get like too crazy. Cause I also wear like perfume and I oh, do okay. all these yeah. things, but yeah. you look great. Busy lady. Oh, you know, bougie. <laughs> You've been boo- You've been busy though for a long time. Oh, I appreciate you it. We so do. You cool places too. Aww. You do. Well, speaking of being busy, <laughs> how we met was definitely a busy time. We were both doing comedy, mm-hmm. and uh, how I think I officially met you before when you were doing stuff at the Laugh Lounge. Right. You were hosting on Monday nights. I was. Yes. I was hosting the Laugh Lounge with Eric Rivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had funny first Mondays every first of the month. Yes. And it was great. Eric was great. Everybody was great. It was a lot of fun. Month after month, the crowd got bigger and bigger. Eric is a very entertaining guy. And actually, Eric is, I miss Eric. Eric is my brother in comedy, and we did a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. together. He would always push me, like, I'd be like, whatever, forget comedy. He's like, look, look, sis. You got to get up and get this stuff done. We going to do this. I'm going to do this and do that. So he really was an intricate part in my comedy career, which is just beginning. It's my second my second phase of my comedy career. But in the very first part, he was very instrumental in pushing me to keep going because I wanted to quit a thousand times. Really? I did. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's really awesome that you admitted that mm-hmm. too because I feel like you know, we obviously love comedy, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's sometimes hard for people to admit, like, even though you love it, it's just like with any artistic endeavor, sometimes you get a little intimidated and sometimes you do want to quit. Mm-hmm. And there are people like Eric or mentors, which is so important to have mentors now that I think about it, that encourage you and say, hey, maybe something was a little rough, but if you keep doing it, if you keep trying, I don't know. I'm not to get too deep here. <laughs> maybe it's the rosé. Mm. But I, uh, I I think that's really great. And I'm so glad you did it because otherwise I wouldn't have met you. But off the comedy train, uh, you and I had a mutual friend. I remember I got invited to a party and I didn't know exactly what it was until I got there, but it was a pure romance party. Oh, and yeah. And it was... Uh, and you, <laughs> Yolanda yeah, because came. we actually met before then, but we didn't connect. Yes. But the we were both on the same page at the Pure <laughs> Romance party. It was like, I was too mad I didn't win the dildo, and actually the party was over for me after that. I was like, uh, I'm here, but... I really wanted that. Yeah, she vibrator. was like, I didn't win the dildo. <laughs> I was. I was like, I really wanted that, man. I didn't win it, and the party was pretty much over. But Kristen... Christine. Christine. Mm-hmm. I haven't spoken to her in a while. She's going to get married, right? Yeah, I think so. I haven't yeah. spoken to her in a while either, but she's doing great stuff. Yeah, she's, she's a beautiful person. Oh, she, right? Great she's a good person. person. And she also had great snacks that night. Because I remember did. you brought wine and you're like, mm-hmm. let's go in the back and like have right. some snacks. I, I was on the whiskey then. I was like, yeah. where's, where's <laughs> the whiskey? I like to drink. Well, I come from a long line of, of drinkers. I wouldn't call them alcoholics <laughs> because if they were, they were very functioning alcoholic so i didn't ever see him rolling around on the ground piss poor and drunk but my family does like to partake in the alcoholic beverages yeah no i yeah. like whiskey too i'm just taking a usually mm. the last episode last couple of episodes i've had whiskey but i changed it up because i know we had champagne at yours mm. so i was like we'll have rosé on this one for valentine's day when this don't is coming don't change it up for me if it you works know. just keep it rolling no. i know you're like just keep it rolling <laughs> just keep it moving well i like i said we have it we're having mm. a good time but yeah. you uh like i said you just have such a welcoming spirit and it was just it was just funny that I I always think about that. I'm like Yolanda and I connected at a dildo party. I did. <laughs> That's that Scorpio stuff. Yes. Because <laughs> you in November, I'm October, so it's just who we are. I, I mean, hey, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's who we are on exterior. I don't know. Yeah. We are like free sexual spirits, but only with. But see, this is the misconception. Like, people just, 
oh my god you a scorpio so you're a freak yeah yeah well i'm a freak with who i really like who i really care about and who i really love not with you <laughs> or you or you just who i like like yes. that's the misconception it's like weird mm-hmm. yeah it's like guys come up to you and they're like hey and you're just like right no i'm not really even into zodiac stuff a lot so it's really? always a little like what well, throws me off when like i mean i guess this is like a little judgy but when like <laughs> guys come up to you like i've had that happen at a bar mm. and i think that's where i kind of channel like that biggie smalls energy mm. where he's just like you tracked him through the line what's your name what's your sign and then he's soon you know he gets that line i just creep up from behind or whatever and right. i'm like that's what i need i need somebody to ask me what my interests are really and who i'd be too. with like, no. <laughs> the new generation of guys older and younger since this is the Valentine's edition. Yes. They, I don't know. I'm, I'm having, I'm, well, okay. I'm to the point where I'm really not dating right now. That's okay. I'm just having fun. I don't know what that means, but I'm, I'm just having fun. Like, yeah. literally. I'm just, if I go on a date, I go on a date. If I meet somebody, I meet somebody. If I don't, I don't. I don't care. Whatever. If we go on a date and we're not compatible, we can still be cool. Like, I'm just literally an ocean right now. I'm just going with the flow. Uh, like that, but see, I really respect that because that's how I was for... Jimmy and I have been together for two and a half years, but before that, I was single for five years. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's... I. You know, but Yolanda, I didn't really want to date anybody. Like, I, I don't know. I think, like, for me, I never had... I think what's weird about me is I never like had that dream of getting married, if mm. that makes sense. Like I never was like, oh my God, I want to get married and I want to meet somebody and I'm going to get married by 21 and have right. kids. And here's the thing. I have friends who have done that. I love them to death. That was their dream, mm. but it just was never mine. I always wanted to like do big things and, you know, travel and do stuff. And, you know, you, I mean, I'm human. I still meet people and mm. people I like along the way. Right. But at the <laughs> that same time. That's a nice way of putting yeah, it. Like, yeah. Like, you know, like you're, that. yeah, you're just like, well, because <laughs> if you connect with somebody, you're like, well, I want to kind of explore that connection. Mm. Right. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a total, total bitch here. Right. And be like, hey, like, screw you. Cause you but I don't know. I, I just have never felt that way. And I think that's why it's hard for me sometimes, even now, like, Sometimes I'll meet, like, Jimmy and I will meet people, and I think they're just like, you know, like, when are you guys getting married? Like, mm-hmm. when are you doing this? And, like, we're just kind of, like, having fun. Right. Like, we're just, just in, yeah. Just go with the flow. Exactly. I think labels really kind of put a damper on things, because I just feel like if you happy, do whatever makes you happy, period. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. And people just so busy trying to impress people who don't matter, like you want to go and have a big wedding. Why? I mean, if that's your thing, by all means, do it. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it to invite a thousand people that you don't, a thousand fake friends, right? Why are you doing it? Just go to the justice of peace, right. get it over with, right. have a party, mm-hmm. and be done with it. I agree. I agree. See, look at you. You've got this like deep side in you. <laughs> I'm super girl. You don't want to know how deep I am. Oh my gosh. I'm super deep. A little too deep. That happens. Scary deep. Sometimes I do that. Not too, like though. voodoo deep. Oh. But deep. <laughs> Not like voodoo deep. Oh, I, I wasn't thinking that. I don't, don't put worry. it in a pot and stir it up. But, <laughs> but kind of deep. Kind of deep. I yeah. love it though because like you probably have like a lot of um. I was to say you probably like like you know being in comedy sometimes. How am I supposed to like phrase this? Like sometimes I think that's what it is. Is that it all starts from somewhere? Like you know mm-hmm. you kind of have to start from that deep so that way you can kind of. Like, I heard on a podcast once, uh, again, not to get too deep here, but it was, like, kind of being in control of your own humor and your own mm-hmm. life experiences. Do you kind of feel that way with your style of comedy? Or how do you kind of feel that you want to be perceived or you feel, re- like, how do you feel received, I guess? What would your style be for the I don't know. I, I have been told my comedy is pretty aggressive. It's because it comes from life experiences, mm-hmm. and I just speak on them. And it's very therapeutic yes so instead of going crazy because i just got dumped for no reason i just go on stage and i'll talk about really yeah so you just dumped me so yeah i mean you know and and it's just crazy you know a lot of men men laugh harder at my comedy than women 
Really? Because they know they do stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that men know the stupid stuff that they do sometimes, and they just do it to see if they can do it. And a lot of women are so desperate to be in a relationship or whatever it is that they allow these things done you mm-hmm. know because i have more guy friends than girlfriends like female friends and well, i listen me. to them talk don't worry <laughs> yeah i listen to them talk i have female friends but we you know mm-hmm. i think more like a guy oh really yeah because mm-hmm. i was raised around a lot of guys i wasn't really raised around a lot of women it was women in my family but they more my family is from alabama so they more country women cook and clean so I got that side of me mm-hmm. but then I was also raised on the north side of St. Louis I went to school over there I grew up over there and I went I went through my adolescent years over there so it's like and then when I grew up I started selling drugs I was just being honest yeah and it was like now I'm in the street like I got a couple of kids I have to take care of them and the guys just said see you later we can't be together I don't want to be a part of none of this yeah. So they, you know, he just left or whatever, and I was stuck to raise the kids. So I start selling a little drugs, and I might, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I was like, um, I was like the female Nina Brown a little bit. I was doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And then I, and then not to to my own horn, but I'm my conscience was not in it. Mm-hmm. Like I was too nice. I was too nice. My friends like. I your friends don't things like not to be harsh, but it's like I can't be nice and sell drugs. So it's just really one for me. Yeah. So I kind of bagged up out of it mm-hmm. slowly and chose a different route. But the thing is, I feel like sometimes you kind of have to go through those life experiences mm-hmm. to choose that route. Like that's how I kind of feel um, about me. I feel like when I I still had like a good handle on things in my late teens, early twenties, but. I look back on who I was maybe mm. 10, 12 years ago, and I'm definitely not the same person. I'm still Molly. I'm still nice. Like, right. everybody that meets me is like, oh, my God, you were so nice in college. Right. But I never, I feel like now, I didn't really put up with bullshit then, but I really mm. don't now. There's just something in life where, and I feel like anybody listening or watching feels that way, when you deal with difficult men or partners mm. or you just with family or any, just any difficult things, that you have to, because sometimes I'm hard on myself too. If I go through a difficult mm. time and like, you know, you're like, oh, why did I do that? Like, what was I, I'm too nice. Like, it's just, but at the same time you grow from that and it's such a learning experience Man, and you I turn really it into comedy. <laughs> yeah, I really went through it all. My life can be a book. Like my life can literally be a book. Like it's, <sighs> my life could be a book. My son wrote a song about, about me. Is he a songwriter or? Well, he's a rapper. He's a, he's, oh. he, I think he, I'm not going to say he's not serious with it, but what I will say is I think he uses it to, it's his therapy. Like I use comedy. Sorry, it's <laughs> like I microphone. use comedy or whatever, but he wrote a song and it blew my mind. I was like, the song, what? The song <laughs> starts off. My mother was a drug dealer. My daddy was a dolphin. Wow. I was like, <laughs> Whoa! Then, but I mean, it was life. But I've always, I've always taught my kids to just be true to yourself. Like I would, I didn't feel like, um, oh my God, you got to take that out because I never really cared about what people thought about my particular struggle because mm-hmm. it's my particular struggle, and it wasn't a struggle that I wanted. It was mm-hmm. like, who wants? Uh, a kid's father that's addicted to drugs. Right. But it's so crazy because from that, I started selling drugs, and now I'm selling drugs to my baby daddy. Right. Isn't that crazy? Retarded. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, one day, it's almost like one day you just sit back and say, is this what I really want to do? Like, is this what I really want? It's crazy. But isn't it kind of crazy? You kind of have, like, um, an out-of-body experience mm-hmm. almost when you're looking yeah. at yourself, and you're just like, it happens. You wake up one day and you're just like, this, is, this isn't me. This mm-hmm. isn't what I want. But what I really respect about you is that you took all of that. And you always, like how you said, you always like, uh, what I like about you, you always advertise. You're always somebody that tells the truth. You're always somebody that's very mm-hmm. honest. And you took that and you took it to somewhere where there is a lot of honesty that you can display. Oh and you can do comedy. There's so much positivity. I'm not used to it. <laughs> 
so much, so much positive reinforcement. I'm about to blow up. You're just like, My I'm about, to, about to pop here. off. And now you're doing Keeping It Real with Real STL Comedians. I am. I am. <laughs> and it's an homage to all the comedians in St. Louis that don't really get a lot of shine or respect. And it's so many mm-hmm. comedians in St. Louis. There's so, isn't it crazy how there's so many, because I, I, I'm i sure you've learned this by mm-hmm. being a host too, is there's so many people that are popping out of the woodwork. And yeah. I, yeah, I was going to ask you, have you had, other than May, obviously, mm-hmm. has there been anybody in specific, you've been doing a lot of good interviews with people, mm-hmm. like you had Reggie Edwards on, Reggie Cush Edwards, yeah. you had Charles Pruitt, mm-hmm. um, he always says that I can call him Black Charles, <laughs> but right. yeah, and then uh, you had Javon Bibbs, you know, have you, what's it, I guess, you know, people always ask, like, what's the transition from being a podcast guest into being a host? Do you mm-hmm. kind of feel like there's been a transition for you? Do you kind of feel like that felt easy for you? I don't know. I think it feels kind of easy because people have always been able to talk to me. Yeah. Like I've, I've, I don't know. It's something <laughs> about it's something about me that make people comfortable mm-hmm. and telling me all kind of stuff. Cause like I'm about to start a podcast called Miss Me After Dark because it's gonna be real sultry and real. Oh. It's an extension of my comedy. What can I say? Oh, it's, candy for us, better watch out. It will be, I will be inviting um, the dildo party now on my <laughs> podcast. Like, seriously, because I have to get that out, out of me. Yes. And on stage, it's like, oh, my God, you're so vulgar. No church is going to book you. I'm like, I'm looking, not looking for a church to book me. <laughs> but um, I haven't had a church even book me. So. Right. <laughs> they say that's where the money is in church organizations and stuff like that. But, oh. I mean, my lane is my lane, and I've learned to stay in it. But to answer your question, like, um, I think it was easy for me because people always talk to me and tell me stuff that I wouldn't believe. Like sometimes I'm just sitting there like, oh, okay, with a straight face. But in my mind, I'm like, did he really just say that? Like, <laughs> did he really just say that he likes? Wow. But yeah. I was like, it's okay. I mean, to each his own, whatever floats your boat. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty, it was actually easier than doing comedy sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's a fun, I actually like love hosting a podcast just because mm. you get to meet all these different people and you do it in, now do you always do it in the arcade where no. you and I did ours? No, um, we've been to Shade, sometimes we do it on location, we've been to different places and we're actually about to start um, live streaming at, at different events. So oh. I will definitely be popping out and live streaming um, at your comedy show, yes. the Real STL Comedians. See, and I, um, I, I actually enjoyed, I've enjoyed a lot of them, but I really, I liked your interview with Precious J. I thought mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. What did you like about it? So what I just kind of liked about it was there was a lot of girl power mm. to it. And like Precious J, who we've actually had on this podcast, she's mm. just like a strong female mm-hmm. too. And didn't she kind of kick off the whole thing? Did she, was she the first interview or? No, actually Lady Ree was. Oh. She was the first interview. I and love we Lady Ree. I'm sad I missed this. Yeah, we <laughs> ran her interview actually because it was like a dope interview. Mm-hmm. She is. Yes. She is hilarious. Oh, I love her. And mm-hmm. I love her. Like, she's funny. She's always on. And she was just a great interview. Yeah. She was just a great interview. It was like the perfect night. The um, arch was in the background, and it was a beautiful night. Mm-hmm. It was just like, this is Kendrick. Like, this is supposed to be what this is supposed to be. And that was our first interview. Oh. So we like 20 interviews in now. Yeah, so you, as I said, you've been doing a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm sad I missed that one because I'm friends with her too. I'm going to have to look this go, up for do, sure. Are you uh, friends on Real SDL Comedians, the page? Yeah, yeah. I'll just, look it, up, I'll just okay, look it up yes, on there. Well, it was so funny. Remember when I messaged you guys and it was like, it was like, interview with Molly Ambergie and the stream was there, but when you went on there, it was Willie C's video really and so Ade fixed it but it was so oh, funny okay. I was like equality me and Willie C baby <laughs> yeah that was a good interview too because I love him as well because what I'm gonna say about Willie him. C really yeah. no I haven't met him yet he's like I, I share his stuff on Slick mm-hmm. and everything but I've never say and Slick means St. Louis Independent Comedy mm-hmm. but I've never met him so I hope to meet him someday but yeah. go ahead I'm sorry Will like, C is um another interesting person he does He's a go-getter. I, I respect his hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he first came to my to my attention when he was just doing shows. I'm like, 
who is this person? And he just puts it together. He fill it up. He do the show. Move on to the next show. Mm-hmm. Just he's always been that guy. Like, and and the thing about real SEO comedians, I learned so much about people that I didn't know. It's more, it's more of a one-on-one, more in-depth like this. Yeah. You know, and it's like, wow, like, like two Jennings, he was on the show. He was freaking military police. I wouldn't have never figured that. Like, mm-hmm. really, military police, well, yeah. that explains a lot about you. That's why you won't chill out. <laughs> like, that explains a lot. That's why you get on my nerves so bad, because you're the pop pop. Okay, it's just like, it's it's a really dope platform, I believe. And I believe we're going to do great things in for this city. And now we have people, I have people, like, we have people reaching out from other cities. Like, mm-hmm. can I be, like, I just had a guy, D so funny. He from Arkansas. Oh yes, I've heard and of he him. He was like, mm-hmm. yeah, he he goes back and forth from Arkansas to Memphis, Arkansas to, Memphis, and he drove five hours to come be on our show. Yeah, Aww. I was like, wait a minute now, we might be doing a little something up in here. We might be doing a little something up in here. Yeah, I'm like, I love it. I love to give people that platform because mm-hmm. our numbers do what we do. All right. You do. I've gotten yeah. some followers because of our interview because yeah. it was like some people were like, hey, saw you on Yolanda's show, Real STL Comedians. And um, it was kind of cool to do something because, you know, normally I'm interviewing people. So mm-hmm. it was kind of cool to have you right, interview like me. This, this yeah. is super cool. It's kind of, I feel the heat up. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I understand the, I understand the process. But yes. don't play yourself short because um, I got a couple of followers from you. Oh, really? It was a guy in my inbox. He was like a a, a pilot or something. I'm like, okay, mommy with the white pilot, <laughs> please. He wanted him a little caramel baby. I was like, okay. Oh, my gosh. Hi, you sir? Yes, sir. Oh, my God, a <laughs> pilot. Go me. Okay, yes. He might have been a catfish, but oh. I don't know. I don't know. You might have been a catfish. So you were cracking me up because I was listening. So obviously before, and I'm sure Yolanda feels the same way when you're like getting to know people. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I do, even though I know Yolanda, sometimes like if people are doing things, like I was like, oh, I had to remind myself about her creations. Again, the Miss Me creations. And then, um, you know, Laugh Lounge and everything. But what's so funny, Sam Lyons was interviewing you Mm -hmm. on Impolite Company. Right. And you were talking about being catfished. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you were great. Yeah. yeah, I was catfish. Oh my it was goodness! You gotta run this by me now, cause I'm a huge, okay. I'm a huge fan. So Valentine's <laughs> Day, this is not your average Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> I am a huge fan of the show Catfish. Okay. I loved the movie. No, I'm. But here's the thing, I'm a super sleuth. I'm terrible. Like, I what I don't do right, Yolanda, mm-hmm. is when. Obviously, this is like pre-Jimmy, but before Jimmy, he's gonna love this episode. When I would go on, uh, I I never wanted to do online dating because I was like, it's just like when you said when you're mm-hmm. having fun. But the best story was I my first online date I ever went to. It was this guy. So on Bumble, if they really want to talk to you, mm-hmm. they can like pursue you. They're like, hey, this I forget how it works, but anybody listening in this to use Bumble will understand what I'm talking about. Like I really want to talk to you, and I was kind of me being Molly was like, mm. well, that's kind of nice. Like somebody pursuing wow, me. Right. Really? Wow. Okay. A naive Scorpio. So I've never met one. I'm like, oh, well, here we are. I'm only <laughs> passionate about like, you know, real issues, but, mm-hmm. and like when I'm done wrong, obviously, but oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if somebody, like, if I'm good to you and like you cross me, now that's a real Scorpio. Then you're right like, there. Wait a yeah. minute. I was good to you and you still did me wrong. So right. this is what this guy. So I met him in person. He was exactly like he was in the picture. He drove up from, I don't even know where this is, but he drove up from St. Genevieve and he came from Ooh, work. Red flag, oh St. Genevieve. See, and I being flag, from Cincinnati didn't know. Nothing yeah. against St. Genevieve, but hey, yeah. I think what's in St. Genevieve, a prison or something? Oh my. I think not. <laughs> I don't want to talk to nobody for St. Genevieve. It was like he came, Mm-mm. I used to live in Shaw neighborhood and he came to this like, I wanted to be in public, so we had, um, we went to this little pub that was there, and he was super nice okay. on the date, and I was like, oh. Did he look went, like his picture? Well, yeah, he looked like his picture. He hmm. was fine. But the problem is, it's just like what we talked about. When he was behind text, I went to, I was seeing a concert with my friend 
And he was like, uh, I didn't even know him that well. And I'm sorry if this line has worked on other people. But he was like, yeah, that's too bad you're going to that concert tonight because I was really looking forward to some birthday sex tonight, right? So I replied back being like, it's your birthday? Um, I don't even know you, so I wouldn't mm. even have known that. Like, like what did and this guy think? He should have been think? on, what's that, back door? He should have been somewhere. <laughs> It was just very weird. And I just like, I remember he pursued me for like three weeks because I told him, I was like, you're gross. Like, I don't want anything to do right. with you. Like, like, is it, is it even your birthday? Like, I just don't know you. I have no idea. Right. What if it mattered? Did this line work on somebody? I don't know. So <laughs> later on, like, I'm like, who did this work on? It was just very weird. So he kept being like, hey girl, like, let's go out again. And I just, I, I ghosted him. I, I ghosted him to the T. Well, my story was, (laughs) like, he never, I never really got to meet him. We were literally online texting back and forth, and he seemed cool. His Facebook picture was amazing. He was so Those are always the ones that are the catfishes. And (laughs) I was like, listen, I'm not about to play with you. Let's video chat. So I was like, this is going to make it a break. So the video chat was... Well, I'll have to see him. I mean, he was trying to lay it on thick. Oh, I dig well. The stories just got more and you're extravagant. Like, Sir. I'm like, what kind of work do you do? Well, I, I travel back and forth out of town. I um am an engineer. We dig wells for hours. Like, oh my God. <laughs> we you dig, dig wells. wells to find all where. Right. Like, it was just like, it just got more and more. And then not. Nothing against Jamaicans, but when I talked to him actually on the phone, he had a Jamaican accent. I said, you will not be moving your family to Missouri <laughs> on my dime or my marriage license. I was just, am I racist? No. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, I, I, I wasn't here for it. So when we video chatted, he had the, you know, the phone was falling and I got a glimpse of who he was and he was purely he was like oh, no. really big and like I mean mm-hmm. and it's nothing against big people because I'm not small but my thing is just represent your who true you self. are yeah and we probably could have been friends but right like maybe I would have actually me. well that's the thing like if you actually yeah. get to know a person you might so that's why I like anyway I yeah. I bring that up because I loved the show the movie Catfish and I love the show and like my boyfriend makes fun of me because he's just like it's the same plot Molly like every time and I'm like mm. I know but I find it so interesting because they're in, mostly in the beginning I can't speak for now because I haven't seen the new season but um, it's still on yeah oh it's really? still on yeah it I just find it interesting why some people feel like they have to pretend oh, it's definitely like there's something. Yeah, it's such low self-esteem. Yeah. It's or, really a sad situation. It but, really is, yeah. You know, what can you do? Right. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is be yourself. That's why I really don't care what people think. It's like, no, I'm not perfect. I don't have the perfect job, life, body, teeth. I don't care. I don't. You have really nice me. teeth, though. I'm amazing. <laughs> I am an amazing person. Get to know me. Yes. Get to know me. Or maybe I don't want to get to know you because I have standards. Right. So, oh, my God. That's going to be the promo yeah. clip. I, I have standards. I have standards. <laughs> but isn't that funny that you start to get those more as time goes on? Like, I feel I, like, you know, you're like in the beginning, you're like, I'm just trying to like figure it out because you're yeah. learning. But now you have because such Because I did standards. not always have them. Right? Same oh here. Oh, my yeah. God. You're like. I, I had standards, but they were really low. Yeah. But but one thing I will say for myself, I never I was never with a guy who didn't treat me nice, even though he did okay, I'ma just say it financially. Yeah. Like he didn't financially treat me nice or um was there for me when I really needed because I was raising kids alone, so that was definitely a must. But maybe, you know, some guys when they treat you nice financially, they don't treat you so nice. Personally. personally yeah yeah so that was my problem so yeah i've been a lot i've been in a few relationships with a you know they were nice nasty like they're nice and they, well i'm gonna say this womanizers yeah so i'm gonna oh, just put it in yes. a ball mm-hmm. narcissistic womanizers yeah so that's like not only are you treating me wrong and you manipulate the situation but you've also um 
just don't have any respect for women as a whole. But you know what women yeah. like. You know what women do. You know how to please women. Well, that's because it like, becomes a game at a certain yeah. point. Yeah. And so I became... A, I'm not a narcissist. I just said the word, not... We're having this rosé. It's just... Thanks, mom. (laughs) Thanks, mom. (laughs) But I might be a manizer. A manizer? Oh, so you, like, flipped it, flipped the story around. Not on purpose. Yeah, it just came with life. It's just like a... um, It's almost like a mechanism to protect me from being hurt. So now I became... It's almost like an abuser. He becomes... The abuse, an abusee that becomes the abuser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Because I like it. Yeah. You kind of like, but you know, the thing is, I think you shouldn't be too hard on yourself because I feel like having standards and like speaking, I don't know. I feel like, you know, you do have to stick up for yourself at some point. Yeah. Like even me being in, and I'm in a healthy relationship, but I still am like, here's what I want out of life. And like, this is where I'm at. And like, mm-hmm. even though Jimmy and I are very much on the same page, it never hurts. And this goes for him as well too. It doesn't hurt to be like, hey, like let's do a check-in. Like I wrote I wrote a play about this. I have like a section oh, about it. Place. Yeah. Oh, did you not know that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a play. You can listen to it on this podcast. It's called Lady Warrior. My friend Kara was in it. Um, I had it in, there was another gal named Rachel Bailey, who's also very talented. She was in it for the Slightly Askew Theater Ensemble. They do an emerging arts festival. And they did my play. That was like kind of the first installment of it. Mm. And then I did it again with my dear friend, Kara Barisi, who I love. We do a lot of, she's been in all my shows and all the ones that I've produced. And I always just, I don't know, there's just, you know, when you just have a connection, mm-hmm. like, I'm sure you feel the same when you're like, when you're booking a show, you're like, I right. need this person and this, right. like, Eric, like, that's how Kara yeah. is to me. And I'm not trying to quote myself when I say this. I'm saying this because that play was written off of journal entries that I had. Oh. And it talks about that where you're just like, you know, you're going through life, you're going through life and you see other people, um, kind of succeeding or being in a relationship or doing something. And it's never that you're necessarily jealous. You're just like, well, what, what are they me? doing? Yeah, yeah that's the line. Me? It's like, why not me? Yeah, like, what? what? Me? Yeah. And it's just, that's what I'm saying is I would be careful about being too hard on yourself, even though I know you're being honest, but yeah. I'm, I'm just defending you as a friend to mm-hmm. being biased, you know, but, uh, it's, it's, you know, you do that check-in, like a six-month check-in and being like, hey, like, are we, that's what we talk about in the show is like, are you and I on the same page? Are we doing well? And then what I put in it was sometimes you're happy right. and you do. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you're like, you're not. And it's very weird. What people don't necessarily want to talk about is kind of like that transition where it's like, right. then you pretend like you never saw that person again. And it's a very mm-hmm. weird feeling <laughs> good, good. I don't know. I'm in a growth I'm in a growth process so I'm growing so I just know that I'm growing toward where I need to be in a relationship because when when I wanted it I was completely not ready yeah and then I've I've been in a relationship with guys and they were like you cheated on me I'm like when when yeah oh I've had that too like when did I cheat on you and you're like um you're crazy yeah <laughs> I'm like, I never cheated because I can't cheat if I'm telling you it's a problem mm-hmm. and you have you don't address it and I tell you and I tell you and I tell you and I tell you you don't address it that means I can do whatever I want to do yeah I'm not going to be miserable mm-hmm. how was that cheating yeah like I think communication now in my life is I like clear communication yeah that's why like I can sit and be 100% honest mm-hmm. and I don't care what you think either you're going to adhere to that honesty or you're going to push it away mm-hmm. and i respect either Side. option mm-hmm. i respect either option but what i'm not going to do is have a lack of communication we're going to sit down and say hey hey listen listen to me and i will shut up because that's what a lot of women don't do like a lot of women talk a lot they oh my god hey. not saying i know you talk a lot molly but i'm saying like women talk so much that you can't hear what the man is saying like you mm-hmm. can't hear him and, and and men have they've learned to just sit in it yeah so when you sitting in it and you doing you just like whatever i'm just gonna let her talk but then in your mind you contemplating some other stuff you're gonna do no we're not gonna do that we're gonna we're gonna sit down and talk about it 
we not on the same page. We know we're not on the same page. Either we're going to get on the same page or we're going to understand that we'll never be on the same page. That's And I respect that. Yes, I am. So I respect that. This is why we get along. Cheers. We, I, respect I respect that, that too. That. You just have to be like, listen, I think that's the other issue. Molly, when you tap that glass, that's what you do when you're taking a shot. So... Well, that's what you do. So, yeah. like, in, in Italian, it's good luck. Oh, so, in the okay. Italian okay. culture, so you can do, do like, a, a double salute day. And double then you do salute it. day. Yeah. Good luck. See? Oh, look at you. But <laughs> I didn't know you did that when you were taking a shot, too. Mm -hmm. So, also, when we take a shot at some point, when we do the shot with yeah. the wine or whatever right. you were saying, I'm going to do a double tap <laughs> with that as we well. We can always do a double tap because we can definitely use a salute. <laughs> We could definitely Salute. use some good luck. Yes. Salute. I'm half Italian. Yes, I love it. But see, that's what I love is like cultures combining. That's that's awesome. I'm so excited yeah. about this. We need a big plate of spaghetti. Yeah, we do. We need that. <laughs> we need, there was like a, they said you could pair this rosé with like a, a wine and cheese tray or something. Mm. And I was like, I should have brought that, you know. Yummy. We're having like a little galantines. Yummy, yummy, yummy. For those of you who are watching the YouTube, I'm I'm in a faux fur fest and the sweater. Rrr, and rrr. this one's got Your her sweatshirt on. is roaring. Oh it's my like, God, rrr. I love it. It's not real at all, but it's <laughs> like, I'm like, you know, I, I said earlier, it's like I see uh, all these like famous celebrities wearing them. And I'm like, I need to start wearing one. Yeah, and then you got St. Louis versus yeah, everybody. Yeah, it's the St. Louis <laughs> brand. I, she rocking these out. I Who's mean, that? Who's the uh, designer? You can go on Instagram and put it in. I Actually, it's Alan something. I'm sorry. That's okay. But... I have these in a bunch of different colors. I'll have to and get I one. Yeah. I like it. That's Look, cool. That's what happens when it brought down the car. Oh, that's them. right. Don't tell nobody. I like that we got the sparkle going nobody. on. Anyway, Valentine's, what do you think about that? So I have never had a hateful relationship with Valentine's Day, only because I actually, so I'm a fan of the color red. Mm. I love the color red. You are. I mean, obviously, as you can say, mm -hmm. um, did my phone red, just beep? Oh, everybody's just texting me, of course, during the show. But anyway, I'm like, why are people... Everybody knows I'm recording. Even your phone case is red. Yeah, even my... It's, it is true. She's not wrong. Um, but yeah, I... You know what I was just thinking about today? This is going to be so nerdy. But when I was younger at my school, you could read over the PA system. So I was mm -hmm. in the fifth grade and you took turns like doing announcements. So it was like my day to do mm, the announcement. Yeah, that's big time. So it was like, you know, when you're in the fifth grade, mm -hmm. you're like, I get to read. And it was like the whole middle school gets to hear me. Mm -hmm. And I remembered it was Valentine's Day and my teacher gave me the paper about St. Valentine and like just Ooh. the innocent of that time, like how much that meant to me reading that to everybody like i think it's just and i'm not even that religious so of a tell person. me the story because the story i got was crazy wait so what was tell your me story? The story of saint valentine so Potter. i don't remember the whole thing we're gonna have to look it up but okay let's because see i thought it was something the opposite of valentine's day like, <laughs> it, i bet you it was too yeah, watch was me be like crazy. this was a really great thing and then i'm gonna have to get this out but hold on let me see here valentine yeah it was never a bad thing for me but i just thought people took it way too serious like a lot of friends I had young when we were younger, like in our twenties, to keep people keep them yeah. from feeling alone, they would go buy a lot of stuff, take pictures of it, and say it was, I treat myself for Valentine's. I'm like it's not, it's not that serious. Like, but it's just isn't, a day. isn't every day just if you're day. with somebody you care about, and I know some right. people are gonna disagree. No matter right. who it is, like my mom has been my Valentine for like years. Like mm -hmm. she always sends me a card and it's from her and my dad and they're like thinking of you. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess like, like Jimmy loves to celebrate it just because he's a nice person and mm -hmm. he like wants to be a good, you know, but mm -hmm. you know, like that, that part is very, it is very sweet. Like when I had my arm, my arm was broken two years ago and I remember mm -hmm. I went through a lot and I was like, we don't have to do anything special, but he, what he did was he like put... So I have a beagle in Cincinnati. They were our family dog that I miss mm. a lot. So I was like, oh, I miss my beagle. So he bought me a stuffed oh, beagle to kind of replace Polly, yeah, which sweet. was sweet. So I was like, oh, that's really Polly nice. Polly and Molly, really? Uh, so I adopted her from <clears throat> the Humanity Society. So I was, or the Humane Society, mm. excuse me. And uh, your names are Polly. Yeah, Polly and Molly. So St. Valentine was a clergyman, either a priest or a bishop in the Roman Empire, who was ministered to persecuted Christians. Ooh, mm. let's see here. He was I, martyred and his body buried in a Christian cemetery. 
This is actually getting super depressing. I'm what did I read you, in middle school? Listen, <laughs> I'm telling you, the story, the true story of Valentine's Day is the total opposite of what someone made it to be you of of a freaking baby flying around shooting arrows in people's <laughs> booties. Right. And like, oh, you're in love. No, it was it's really a bad story. Oh my goodness. Well, this is a it's long really a story, story on yeah. social media. But the, okay, you got the intro. It's like a real bad story. It's not good at all. So it just it was a patron, it's a patron day. So if anybody feels like doing that research, go right yeah, ahead. It's like a bad day. But I will say on our level, I don't know, like I've had Galentine's Day with my girlfriends. I used to do that every year. I cause uh, gallon, a gallon of wine. So yeah, I would have my girlfriends over. We have some brunch, do some uh, some That's wine cute. and stuff. Polly would be there. Like it was just I don't know. <laughs> it was just a different. I don't know. For me, I just don't put too much emphasis on it. I feel like some people put almost too much. They do. And. You know, it's just like with anything, and this doesn't just go over Valentine's Day, but holidays, mm. Christmas, every don't like stress yourself out, you know. Yeah, a lot of women are very sad on Valentine's Day if they're not with someone. Yeah. And I don't know why. And I was about to say, I was single for five years why. and had five single Valentine's Day. I don't so. know. I've been single longer than that. I've mm -hmm. been single longer than that. Now I've had long term um situationships. Yeah. But I've been single longer than that. Like I've, I've not not had a, and comedy is partially to blame for that, because it's like they always think, um, are you gonna when I meet somebody, it's like, and don't get on stage and talk about me. Well, you're I don't not know. that interesting to talk about. So pop, pop, pop. <laughs> as long as you're acting good, you will get positive. Right. Conversation, but when you start, like, it's hard to date me. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, it's hard I, to date me. I, I, I hate when people say that because I always say that. It I'm like, you're not Molly, that I interesting know. to talk about, first of all. What made you think that you were a story? And number two, if you are a story, it's probably something dumb, but I'm not going to talk about you. You're not right. that famous that people are going to know that I'm talking right. about you. But anyway, go ahead. I can go on And then I will not mention your name no matter what I say. Mm -hmm. It's a generalization. But you, when you say that, it's almost like you know you're not, you're not gonna act right. So, yeah, I don't know. I think um, the person I'm supposed to be with might not even be in St. Louis. It's possible. Yeah. I, my friend. I think I need to. I think I'm supposed to move. So remember, we were gonna take that trip to Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. Let's do it, and then we're gonna find you the love of your life. We're gonna in be Amsterdam? walking around. Maybe you never know, and then I can just go visit you in Holland. I'd be okay with oh, that. Oh wow, that'd if... be a major stretch. But you know what? You never know what God has for you, so I don't know. Oh man, and then maybe for you'll real. fall in love with the pilot on the way. <laughs> it would be somebody open-minded. It's a lot of closed-minded people in Missouri. Yeah. So I'm very open-minded. Like I like to do all kind of stuff. As a black girl, jumping out of planes is something I want to do. Not hiking. I, oh, I'm not really into that either. Yeah, yeah, but I do love the mountains. Like just different stuff. Different yeah. stuff. Well, let's do some different stuff. Yeah. I think that's what we should focus on. It's like Valentine's Day should be every day for us. We should mm -hmm. love ourselves by doing different stuff. And then maybe if we meet a hot pilot or a hot Amsterdam man along the way, it'll be okay, yeah, you know, whatever. A but, hot pilot, not a crazy one. Oh, yeah, uh, just hot and normal I'm if you're really hot and crazy. I'm really scared to date now, too, because of that. Like, mm -hmm. dating for women has gotten so dangerous mm -hmm. that between lifetime and real life, and <laughs> Facebook and Instagram and social media, it makes it scary. Mm -hmm. So but you I know, might be a, a a product of that as well. That's okay, but you know yeah. it's okay to be nervous. But I bet um, you, you know, you can always meet, you can always meet some people who, you know, are feeling the same. Because I bet you, whoever might be watching this or listening to mm -hmm. this, probably is listening to you, and they're like, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. And like, there are people out there who. It just gets crazier, especially with online stuff, especially like there's always that. Like I've my never been, that was the first and last time. I've never been an online dater. My I'm sister. I'm more of a face-to-face -face type of person. Yeah, see, and I, see, I'm, I think that's why we get a lot. I'm a little old-fashioned in that mm -hmm. regard where I prefer it. Definitely. Like some people can just like swipe through it. I just had too much anxiety. Right. I would try it. Yeah, I did I do it. Too. But it just, what I'll, what I'll ask you though is, you know, with comedy and stuff, you know, you've chosen comedy, you've made it your path. Mm. Do you feel like that's something you're going to move forward with, you know, since we were touching on that a little bit? Yeah, I think that um, 
I'm more of a I do love comedy because I it's very therapeutic. It it allows me to it's my therapy. Mm-hmm. It allows me to get things out of me that with the unbiased like it's a relationship. Like the crowd is my therapy or mm-hmm. therapist mm-hmm. and I am talking to them and they're relating to me because you know and it's a back and forth and it gives me life but I don't know. I can never stop doing that. Yeah. But I do really want to focus on the other avenues, you know, other than just the stage. Like, okay. the stage is definitely a place where I, it keeps calling me. Yeah. And I know it's harder like, with the pandemic right City. now. <laughs> it's like, it just keeps calling me, man. Yeah. You know, I can't leave it alone. <laughs> like that. Yeah. But at the same time, um, you definitely have, a, have to have a love for it because the the work outweighs the reward and I have to be able to live. I mm-hmm. have to be able to live. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm going to live in my car. I, I haven't reached that level of comedy where I want to go somewhere and live out my car. Like, I like to take bubble baths and stuff. So oh, that's okay. I'm not really ready to dedicate that part of my life to That's comedy. all right. Everybody's different, though, yeah. I feel like, you know. But I, I, I only asked that because we were talking about, like, things that scare mm. us. And I was like, you know, speaking of that, you know, going back to comedy and what you were doing, um, but now that you've got real STL comedians, you know, mm. we talked about the stage a little bit right now because of the pandemic. We can't do too much right that. But where do you see real STL comedians moving? I know oh you said you God. have people driving in and stuff, but yeah. overall, where do you see it moving forward from here? I just feel like we're not going to give up on it, period. Mm-hmm. So it cannot do anything else other than be successful. Mm-hmm. Like, we will not stop doing interviews. We will not stop um, bringing people in. We will not stop putting a shine a light on the comedians in our area and in areas surrounding areas we will not stop doing that so if you put your heart and soul into something it has to succeed yeah it will succeed Mm -hmm. so we will be victorious yes victorious we will be victorious yes we will be victorious we will be successful and that's the thing we will like you know valentine's day you know all of that you know you could think of relationships wherever you're at but what i love about this was we talked about our love for ourselves, our standards mm-hmm. for ourselves, our love for our craft, and just like where we feel like we're gonna move forward, mm-hmm. which the last question I'll ask you really quickly before we close out of here, for people who are watching this or listening to this, first of all, thank you for casually tuning in, no but problem. yeah, hey. and thank you Yolanda for coming on. Um, what advice, I always ask this to every guest, mm-hmm. What advice would you give to somebody who is maybe trying to pursue comedy or is maybe interested in how you do like your show and everything with real STL news? What advice would you give them? Um, I would give, I would say, follow your intuition. Never give up. Don't listen to the naysayers and the haters and just block it out. Take it with a grain of salt and keep moving forward, keep pushing. Don't stop. The money is there. You won't get the money in the beginning. You might not get the money in the first five years. Yeah, that's true. But (laughs) just know that if you stay focused and keep pushing, you will get a breakthrough. Yeah. If it's something you want to do, it's not not beautiful. It's the underbelly. It's the underbelly. You have to be a special person to even pursue that line of work. Yeah. You have to be a special person. So... If you really want to do it, just do it. Like Nike. Yeah. No pun. Nike sponsorship coming up. I know, right? When that Nike. (laughs) What's so funny, not funny, I always say it. What's so funny is um, like the last like few episodes have been the same thing. Like just do it. Just go for it. it. Just do it. Like that's, I think that's like the best note to end on is just do it. Well, thank you. I'm going to cheers you again. Thank you for having me. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I love it. Oh yeah. Saluta. Salute. 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 Here, we got it. It's all right. And you got to teach me all the tequila because I am not a good tequila. All you have to do is just put on Lil John and Eastside Boy shots. Shot, 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 shot. Everybody. Just like her sweatshirt. So, Yolanda. 
Where can we find you? For people who are now officially a fan of Yolanda after listening to this, which you should be, where can we find you all the things? Okay, every Thursday at 9, Real SEO Comedians on a Facebook Live, um, Real SEO News Platform, on IG, Yolanda Misunderstood Brown, Facebook, Yolanda Misunderstood Brown. Yes, I love and it. And coming soon, Miss Me After Dark. Yes. Which I will be posting, and you will want to be a part of that. I'm, uh, are you You could talk about sex. You a Scorpio. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Let's yeah, talk. Yeah, it'll be sex relationships. I might have a, I don't know. It's it's just about people, mm-hmm. real people Yeah. doing real things. And real like people, that. they they have stories to tell, and I'm going to tap into it. I might be the next Wendy Williams. I hey, you never without know. Without the, I don't know. Candy coated nights. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Candy, her story's hard, but oh. I'm sorry. Shout out to Candy. If you're watching this, she might be. You know, I, I doubt it, but I do love yeah. Candy. I was in a, I loved Escape, so. I never <laughs> doubt anything. I never doubt. Hey, you know what? If You'll Candy is watching, internet, you never it. know who's watching. You know, that's true. You never know who's watching. Yeah, voyeurism. Oh, right. Like, ooh. Who's out there? Ooh. And speaking of, I for those of you who have been watching or listening to this audio, please remember to casually subscribe to the Casually Molly podcast. You can watch, or as you saw, if you're watching the YouTube, there's our Instagram handle. Mm-hmm. Please give us a follow. We'd love for you to follow us with all the videos, all the interviews, just everything that you can possibly imagine. We can't wait to share some upcoming partnerships we have with you, but uh, we're just really excited. There's just a lot casually on the horizon. I can't wait to share. Know, it's just I like when people it. do the Facebook, they're like, big things happening. Uh, Tune in. Big things popping. I mean, I honestly stopping. just can't announce some things because they still have to be like slightly solidified. Mm. So that really just stay tuned. But now that our interview is over, I always say, what are you going to casually do now? Probably casually go to the holding wall and casually drink shots. Maybe meet somebody that I might casually take advantage of oh <laughs> and you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna casually take advantage of some pasta because oh, i've been waiting no, for pasta. it all day why are y'all running out the door oh i'm still away from the pasta oh i hate i'm it's the italian in me i love the pasta i love pasta mm-hmm. covid has maybe gained about 40 pounds that's right. So 40 pounds gained in COVID, I know, everybody. But, uh, with that 40 pounds came a booty. I was uh, like, oh, hey. let me find out. I'm making the stallion back there. Not quite, though. I mean, hey, booties are in. I don't really have one, but who knows? I like the new song, Body, though. Body, yaddy, yaddy, because, you know, it's more of what I got to work with. I love the that. The top portion instead of the bottom. Hey, it's body, yaddy, yaddy. Bye, everybody. Thank you. It's been fun. <laughs> I love you guys. Mwah. <laughs> Spirit finger. Aww.